Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This travel began. Living in America. <laughs> Something wrong? Nothing wrong at all. You're not in any difficulty, but you're out on bond. No, I'm not. <laughs> Have all the charges been dropped? Yeah, I'm out on love. Oh, well, are you out on love or out of love? Which yeah, is it? Out on love. Alone from night to night. You'll, You'll find me. Believe it tomorrow. And where are you going? Rio de Janeiro, Sao Paulo. Your fans will have read all about this, James. Aren't you concerned about that? No, I'm concerned because there's nothing wrong. And what are you going to say to your fans when they ask you some questions about it? I'm going to say I feel good. Pop got a brand new bag. Ow! What are you going to be doing on this? I'm going to be doing. Pop has got a brand new bag. Living in America. Sex machine. Get up off of that thing. I feel good. Yeah. Now, I understand that you have already... James, I have to ask you one serious question here. I understand you already have started divorce proceedings. Does that mean that you're now eligible? Oh, no. I'm, yes, I'm eligible. I'm singing. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now, the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What'd you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? Because I look do you think good. That you I look good. good. I feel, I feel good. And you sing good. And make love good. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, sir, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of the Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. It's him. It is him. 
I got proof today, a scientist indeed, it's DPP. Goddamn right. And I feel like we've spent too much time together today, PC. Is there anybody else on here that we can talk to? Oh, fuck you, all three of you and your fucking belt. The show's <laughs> over. It's over. I look up. I'm trying to find some stuff on my phone. Like, I am literally not even paying attention to anything doing this intro like I do it a million fucking times. And I look up, and these fucking clowns over here all got their goddamn championship belts. Well, folks, it's been nice talking to you. Not going to run the douchebag parade down Main Street today, so fuck you guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice title belts. Uh, Platt's got the world championship. He's just... He's on the show today, DP with the Intercontinental title, and AJ hawking the WWE Championship. Yes, DP, we spent the afternoon together. It was glorious. Mm -hmm. Let's bring in the funky trivia trickster. He's phenomenal in so many ways, AJ Belaz. So I'm, my main question is, Dan, did you use actual science to make sure that you were uh, under par while you were playing? Or? I'll tell you, if I did, I did it wrong. <laughs> you didn't carry the two? I, I had one two. Does that count? I had one two on the 17th hole. Got a birdie. Now, now, was, now was, it a, was it a one? Okay. I was about to say, was it a one two or a one and a two together? And it was 12. Oh, it was par three. Got up and I got Let's, up and knocked it down. Yeah, it was a nice hole there. Nice birdie for DP. Let's talk to our special guest once again. We, it was so nice the first time. We did it twice in a row now. The one and only, the MVP. His mama does make him mash his M&Ms, just so you know. A little bit of background for him. It's Christopher Platt. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Grateful to be back on the DWI podcast. Good to see everybody. And it's nice to be working with proper villains again. <laughs> You're the villain. What hey, which one's the villain? About? Who's the villain? I'm Mama the baby mash my M and M's. I guess baby face shit. That's baby face shit. I'm the baby face. All right. I've always been a baby face. That doesn't mean you're a good guy. Literally, that's what baby that, face that, means. That's the sir. definition of a baby face. Oh, I thought you meant you always had a baby face. Uh, I do. Yeah, I know. So do I. I got carded for cigarettes the other day. <laughs> Wow. I was like, that, that, I, was like you, I go, you want to see the top of my head or my ID? You pick. <laughs> <laughs> they both give you proof. Promise. And I'm still rocking the mask, so I'm looking at this like, <coughs> how can you even tell? I could be literally anybody. How can you tell? That's why you got to well, We know who you are. Yeah. You're good on Mr. Velvet Pipes himself. But on my ID, I don't have any facial hair. So it's like, how can you tell? And, and I'm wearing a mask. How can you tell? Sure. The eyes. Should uh, draw a mask on your license, and then <laughs> it would work. Take a marker to your license. <laughs> I don't like this mask, man. And the main thing, I, the main reason, rather, I don't like this mask is because I don't like how white people treat me when I'm out in public and I'm wearing my mask. And all they can see is beard and eyes. Maybe I have sinister eyes. I've never noticed that about me, that my eyes are sinister. But yeah. white people have been treating I, me very differently during this whole pandemic. And I don't like that shit. Yeah, I'd be crossing the street, too. You're, you, you look kind of scary. Shut up. <laughs> I'm like the most non-threatening black guy since Wayne. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? I'm just fucking with you, brother. I know, I know. All right, all right. Well, hey, let's get into it, DPP. Let's let everybody know what's happening this week on the 275th edition 
of the DWI Podcast. Well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. The I thought you were going to give me a sheet. <laughs> sheet on the Clay Davis side of the game. Somebody will pick up on that. <laughs> right. I like it. Well, folks, we're going to talk a little WrestleMania backlash, what we liked, what we didn't like. Get all over those NXT cuts that everybody's so up in arms about. We do have trivia, the, the, the best part of the DWI podcast. And a last call, there is a major world championship right now that is vacant. DPP, ring the bell. Hey, before we get going, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt. Make yourself look more pleasant in public. Makes a great gift as well, I guarantee it. All right, folks, WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> DP got that. Um, I was there, man. I was there. WrestleMania Backlash. Gentlemen, right right away, thought, AJ, you covered it. Did a great job as well. Been knocking him out of the park. What were your thoughts overall on the show? Uh, well, with the show, basically, if your expectations weren't that high, it was actually pretty damn good. Not even going to deny that. Minus uh, one match that we'll get to. But, yeah. <laughs> Christopher? I totally agree with AJ. That one blemish that I'm sure we're all going to talk about. But other than that, yeah, it was a pretty good shoe. And Roman Reigns, can we give him his flowers? He, right now is the best professional wrestler or sports entertainer, whatever you wanted to say, in the industry right now. Everything clicks for him. Number one, his character development. I mean, this has been a revelation. I mean, they finally hit it with his character, and I love the interaction between him and Paul Heyman. I've been trying to figure out what it reminds me of because, you know, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, Paul is the carnival barker. Brock Lesnar, or excuse me, Paul Heyman and CM Punk, and this was from Heyman's words. It was basically Morris Day and Jerome. And if y'all have ever seen Purple Rain or anything like that, like that was an apt description. I can't figure out what Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are together. I don't know where that's at yet. But I think that it's hilarious because Paul is terrified of Roman Reigns. It's kind of like if somebody just let a pit bull loose and they just walked into a movie theater and you don't know where the owner's at. It's like, oh, shit, what the fuck are we going to do? That's Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns, so I'm loving them together. And, yeah, Roman, yeah, the character development is there now. He's the top guy in the top company in the entire industry, and he's been putting on since he's come back banger after banger after banger after banger. He checks all the boxes, y'all, all the boxes. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with any of that. Cesaro showed up, and they put on a great match. I, I thought it was excellent. We can stay right there. DP, what do you see next for Roman Reigns now? Uh, yeah, um, just double down on you guys. Solid, solid awesomeness from Roman Reigns. I <clears throat> uh, Hell in the Cell is next, as we learned. Uh, they moved it a little bit, moved it around. Um, so what I would like to see what I think maybe will happen is we get Reigns, Jey Uso, Jimmy Uso, Hell in the Cell, work all their shit out, and then they go forward as a, as a unit, a cohesive unit, as the family, and they come out of this 
quote unquote stronger as a family and as a unit. I think they work their shit out and they come around the corner after that, like just balls to the wall. The, they just take care of business until WrestleMania. I, I would love to see that. I think that's what's coming up next for Roman Reigns. Totally agree with you, Dan. And I mean, Jimmy has to do or go through the same rites of passage that Jay did. He's got to catch a fair one with Roman. And I mean, we've all, I'm pretty sure that we've all been in fights here on this DWI podcast. It's the same type of shit, man. You have a fight with a melon farmer. You get done on some man shit. You get done. It establishes. You're like, yo, bro, let's do it for real in a hell in a cell this time. But no, but yeah, I've never (laughs) been in a hell in a cell, but it establishes a pecking order. And especially considering that these guys are family, it's perfect. And they need to go win the tag titles. Roman needs to be the universal champ and they need to just wreak havoc on SmackDown for the next six to 12 months at minimum. Yeah. And let's not forget, uh, it's kind of nice that they kind of moved Hell in a cell up a little bit because anyone remember what match and what pay-per-view Jay fell in line? Hell in a cell last year. So this is just perfect. It's going to try to lead up some similarities here. But something tells me that Jimmy's not going to be bending the knee anytime soon. I, I think this is going to lead to SummerSlam. I think Jimmy's going to realize, all right, I, it, it, I, I get it now. I'm, I'm now someone's bitch. Well, they moved Hell in a Cell up because they're trying to get people back in the arenas in July and want to give them a a main event caliber show and you know money in the bank is basically the fifth major so that's going to take place in july there's going to be people there so that's that's why they they called the audible on that one but yeah other than that i agree with everything you're saying aj i don't think this feud makes it to SummerSlam, but in between time in the meantime i could smoke a bag of whatever they're doing right now monday morning on chair shot radio i, I kind of gave a little bit of my review of of backlash, just kind of a brief analysis. And I said, the key thing of thinking about what just happened at that pay-per-view and now moving forward, the biggest thing that happened at a really good wrestling pay-per-view, like I thought everything that was a actual wrestling match was excellent. Right. Um, but the way to look at it is where does the hell in a cell match come from? Because it's put there for a reason. Right. And I had a couple different things in mind and on the, and on the Roman Reigns side of it, I don't see, you see Roman Reigns in there. I, you could get Jimmy versus Jay, and if Jimmy wins, Jimmy Jay leaves Roman, and they form a tag team. And if Jay wins, Jimmy bends the knee, right? I could see that happening. Um, let's go back to the beginning of the pay per view. Let's talk about Asuka and Charlotte and Rhea, and the fact that the fact that Asuka came back and now is getting the title shot again doesn't make any sense to me because before that happened on Monday night, I was thinking shit, Charlotte versus Rhea would be a nice hell in a cell. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that whole storyline and everything? You know, Charlotte misses WrestleMania. How long is Rhea going to hold the belt? Because to me, Rhea has been very underwhelming. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Uh, yeah, she has been a little bit. Um, but I think she can mold, she can grow into that. And having the title, you know, and being the bad girl makes her... Well, that's the thing, right? Now, the title is making the person. The person isn't making the right. title. 
Ooh, yeah, she's a bad girl. But Dan, don't <laughs> apologize to me. This is your show, bro. Don't don't ever apologize to me. This is your show. Please sorry. continue. I'm sorry. Just don't let it happen again. <laughs> don't let it happen again. <laughs> then you won't have to apologize. That's right. That's Go right. ahead, AJ. Jump in there. Uh, yeah. No, this was actually a pretty good match. I agree with you, Tony, though, because Rhea has been looking very underwhelming. Yeah, she got the pin, or she got the win, pinned Oscar for it. Decided to do some uh, schoolyard nananananas uh, on Charlotte at the uh, on the outside, but I mean. Yeah, Rhea has been underwhelming, but this is this match is pretty good to actually show like they can actually work a little bit. She just needs to find her place on the uh, main roster. I think her and Asuka have problems working together because I don't think Asuka can understand what Rhea's saying and Asuka can't call a match. Like literally, I'm not trying to be mean at all and I'm cuz I'm trying to think of reasons why, right? Like Rhea progressed in NXT, and now she's done nothing but look like someone that does not belong to be champion on the main roster to me. As far as the way she has her matches, like, there are so many missteps and miscues for someone that's supposed to be kelp carrying a division, Platt. That's kind of how I see it, unfortunately. I said that previously on one of the thousand shows that I've been on, and it was a same similar... I don't even remember what the context was, but it was... No, no, but shut up. But it was it was a similar context to what you're bringing up, Tony, which I think is a real thing. English is not Asuka's first language. So she's trying to call matches in there with women that speak English. And then you bring on Rhea Ripley, who has that thick Australian accent to boot. Damn yeah, I, I, I can see where there's some miscommunications in the ring. And I mean, it, it's come across in their matches because they come across very clunky and you know, considering the talent that's in the ring, they just haven't been as good as you would have expected. So I think you're on to something there, Tony. Really. Yes or no around the horn. Rhea Ripley hold this tight. Is Rhea Ripley walk into her match at SummerSlam as the with the championship she has right now, Chris? Yes or no? Yes, because that's the yeah. SummerSlam match, Charlotte and Rhea. AJ? Yeah, I'm 100% on with uh, Chris. Dan, if you agree with them, just ring the bell. No. Oh. You don't agree with them? Oh, you do agree. Yeah, brother. Said, I wanted to say, yeah, I was yeah, ready for yeah, the yeah, brother. brother. And then yeah, you told brother. me to ring the bell, and I got, confu- I got oh, confused. Uh, <laughs> for once in my life, oh, I'm confused. That, dude. <laughs> that wasn't bell worthy, though, to be honest. I think that's why Dan got confused. All right. Speaking of confusion, if you guys want to talk about it, go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it and give it as much time as I did Monday morning. So I'm done. If you want to talk about that match, go right ahead. That was a match. It's close to midnight. Something strange is lurking in the dark. Because it's thriller, thriller night. And I couldn't know that any goon could ever dare try. Thriller, thriller night. Your body starts to rise inside of. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up.
Talk to him, Mike. All right. I think we covered that match. So let's talk about the excellent job that Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, and Bobby Lashley did in a triple threat, right? Drew McIntyre has a interview show on Peacock, WWE Network, whatever you want to call it, called Drew and A, and it's actually pretty freaking good. Right before the pay-per-view, they put out an episode where he interviewed Stone Cold. And Stone Cold's talking to him a little bit about how he's been doing, you know, about Drew, you know, giving him some tips and advice. And he's like, man, I, I hated triple threats, so I wish you guys all the best of luck. And AJ, you covered it. You gave it, what'd you give it, four stars, I think? You gave three it three and, and a half. half. Three and a half. So great job by some big men putting on an excellent triple threat, right? Hey, I mean, they told them, hey, you three guys, big ass muscles. Vince loves you. Just go do big ass muscle big boy shit. I'm pretty sure I said it like five different times in my review, too, where it's big boys doing big boy things. That's all that they needed to do, and they did. You had Lashley go through the LED boards again. You had Strowman being Strowman, which is weird because he actually flew in the beginning of the match, which that scared me. But everyone did everything perfectly. Lashley kind of played a little bit of a chicken shit heel, got the win because he waited at the right time and moved everyone out of the way so he can do the spear. It was it was perfectly done. It's just everyone knows what Braun Strowman's uh, shoot name is, right? Getting real tired of, at this Adam and Drew violence going on here, and it's just not working. Oh, yes. somebody triggered the baby one is bottle. <laughs> DP Chris, what do you jump in there? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was excellent. I, you know, <clears throat> they they did like AJ said, you know big guys stuff. You know, they didn't try and do anything crazy. They played to their strengths and did it beautifully. And it was awesome. And they did a phenomenal job, pun intended, AJ. And, you know, I, I'm interested to see what they do going forward more than, than that. Cause you know, I, I don't like the fact that they continue to talk about back of the line between uh, MVP and Lashley to drew. And yet he continues to get title matches so, you know, with the whole Kofi Kingston thing getting thrown in there, yeah, it's very interesting going into Hell in a Cell as to if, you know, we kind of expected Lashley and McIntyre at Hell in a Cell to be, at this point, to be the blow-off, you know, the next pay-per-view. I, I you know, I, I wonder if they're going to try and extend this, or are they going to try to start to go a different direction already? Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley have great chemistry together, and I've never seen them have a bad match. And this goes back to their impact days as well. Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley have great chemistry together, and I've never seen them have a bad match. Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman also have great chemistry together. So I expected this match to be exactly what it was, and I was sports entertained. It was a great match amongst three guys that have great chemistry. I still think that the hell in the cell is Drew and Bobby. I think that Kofi gets his shot on a raw leading into hell in the cell. Cause I mean, we've got what three, four raws before we get to hell in the cell. So I think that's, you know, that's where we, we get that off. But yeah, this was a great match, man. And if it wasn't for the main event, this would have been the match of the night in my book. 
Yeah, it was probably the second best match on the card. I'd have to agree with that. From looking at AJ's ratings, that's kind of where he has it as well. The Mysterios win the tag titles. Great. I think we all agreed that it should have happened at WrestleMania. Uh, how long they hold them, I don't know. The one thing I take away from this is I would like Dolph and Bobby Roode to stay together. I think they're a viable team that you go, hey, well, there's one team in the division that makes the division better and deeper, right? They can they can be a team that over the next, stay, say they stay together for two more years. They could win the tag t- titles three or four more times and just keep putting people over. But what's next for all four of these, AJ? Well, the thing with the Mysterios is they're going to hold on to those titles for a long time. And it's not trying to crack at them or say like they're bad or Dominic's. It's, it's nothing on them. It's literally SmackDown does not have that much of a tag team division. Like they, they have the Usos doing their own thing with Roman. So now you got one less tag team there. You had a makeshift team of like semi-degeneration X. <clears throat> sorry, dirty dogs come in. Oh, come on. We've all been calling Bobby Roode baby Triple H ever since TNA. Come on. He even uses the spine buster for crying out loud because he was the Canadian enforcer. Anyway, I'd say keep the dirty dogs, make sure they're kind of the, you know, the DX of this entire thing. Just kind of screw around with everyone else, try to put everyone else in a bad spot, try to piss them off. And the Mysterios are just the lovable people that everyone's like, yeah, you can't take this off of them right away. You need to do something like really bad, like Randy RKOing someone bad, like a family member. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, man. I, I actually snickered at the parallels because I get it. Yeah. Dolph is the bootleg Sean Mike and Bobby Roode is the bootleg Triple H. So yeah, that's not a, a bridge too far. Like I can jump off that small porch and be comfortable with that decision. It sucks that WWE doesn't care more about the tag team division. Number one, I love tag team wrestling, but there's a a few viable teams that if they actually put some steam behind the division, it could be interesting. Ultimately, these belts have to go to the Usos and the Samoan SWAT team has to be running shit on SmackDown, which means Roman's going to be universal. The Usos got to have the tag champs and or tag champ belts. Easy for me to say. And that's where we're going to end up going. But shout out to Rey Mysterio. He's got to be in the short running for father of the year. Not only did he get his boy on in the biggest company in the world for his chosen profession, he got him a WrestleMania paycheck, and now they're tag champs. Shout out to Ray Ray, man. You know, think back of when we were waiting for Ray Mysterio to come back to the WWE, right? Like we knew it was happening. And I said, they're just waiting for Dominic to be ready. It's the only reason Ray is coming back is so Dominic can get his foot and be there into the WWE. And lo and behold, it's exactly what's happening. I could see those two having a match at WrestleMania next year and Dominic retires Ray because I don't see Ray wrestling for that. Ray is not a young man. Looks fucking great, but not not a young man at all. DP, any thoughts on the Mysterios and those tag titles? Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. I I, I agree. You know, PC Tunney said it before, like it should have happened at WrestleMania. I think that would have been a better moment. But the fact that it happened is is just pretty awesome. I, I love that. And that's a really cool moment. And I hope, you know, they're I imagine they're going to hang on to him for a little while here. And I like the idea of, you know, maybe if, if that's when Ray's ready or a match at WrestleMania to retire him and 
get Dominic moved on as a heel and and carry that persona, or he passes the mask on to Dominic or something would be kind of cool too. So whatever way they go with it, I think is pretty awesome. And it's just a, it's a cool thing for the Mysterios to have that uh, ability to do that was pretty, just pretty cool. And I see Ray's eye has grown back nicely. So shout out to <laughs> Modern Medicine. We've made some technological advances, man. Get your vaccines. Maybe everything will be all right. Last topic from WrestleMania Backlash. While I am not as down on Bianca as I am Rhea, what am I missing here? Am I missing something, or is she just not in a good storyline? I don't know. Working with Bailey seemed to be okay, but that just kind of happened before. I, it's not like in the ring, great. Some of the time, character wise, okay, but otherwise, I just, Chris, I can't get behind Bianca Belair. There's a joke in there, but she's a married woman. I'm not going there. She's she's beautiful. Hold on, hold on. Tez is faster and stronger than I am. She's beautiful. She's athletic. She can talk on the mic. She has a great story. Now, have they put her in the best positions to succeed? I.e., has she been in the best storyline since she's been called up to the main roster? No. But, I mean, what about that woman doesn't say star is there a possibility they're gonna fuck it up yeah because it's wwe they fuck up a lot of people especially a black woman what the fuck do they know about booking a black woman they don't even is dana warrior still on the creative team because i would say at least they have a woman she's not black but at least she's a woman is she still back there in creative does anybody know seriously that's a serious question i think bobby lashley's sisters isn't exactly. that who walked him to the ring and on monday night raw no. 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 no, that's no Bobby Lashley Cole. was trying to. Yeah, I was about to say that was Godfather 2.0 right there. It's funny in that whole time that that happened, they didn't even mention that Godfather's going to be on Broken Skull Sessions either. It would have been a perfect time to fucking promo that. I know, right? Oh, that would have been great—a backstage segment with Godfather talking to MVP. It's like, hey, brother, I gift you, I bequeath you. You can't say hoes now in this climate, but I bequeath you, my lady. Yeah, enjoy your oh, night nice with the champ. Yeah. There's a reason why we're not on creative, brother. <laughs> Goes on to hand MVP his actual pimp can. It's like, yeah, I can get used to this. Starts walking around with the pimp can instead. God damn it. I tell you, you know. Vince, we want royalty checks. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Let's, it's, no. man. No. I'll tell, you what. I'll, uh, I'll tell you what's wrong. I'll tell you what's wrong with Bianca Belair. Is ding dong, hello, she needs to be a heel. That's how what she about Bianca be Belair is a heel? Oh, I'm sorry, you know, getting whipped, her? getting whipped with your hair. She could totally play like a ridiculously good heel. Well, Sasha pulled it first, yeah. yeah cause was, as, as, as soon as, as soon as you put Bianca as a heel, it's just gonna be like she's a Sasha all over. Well. Wow. He'll he'll tendency to win the match though. Use use the mm-hmm. hair to hook use the, the leg. Hair, win the match. It's also because Bailey tried to use bullshit. the hair. Shouldn't now be Bailey's allowed. gonna be no. Well, that that's the here. irony though of the whole situation because the gimmick was a heel initially down in NXT, but it's hard to boo this woman. Her everything that she has going for her, it's hard to boo her. Hey, you mean, don't tell she, me. I can you don't her. tell me what I do, do and do not see on the fucking women's SmackDown roster. 
All right, easy there, IWC. Vince right. McMahon tells me we're to go boo. just to say SmackDown. Like that I, whole that thing was. was set up to say SmackDown. I, I realize now I should have just said, "Hey guys, SmackDown," and then just shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> Hold on, let's try it again. <laughs> hey guys, SmackDown. No, it didn't work. No. Twice. <laughs> no. It was just, yeah. They can't all be winners, Tony. I think it hit. Fool, fool me okay, once, shame laughing. on you. Go ahead, you keep talking now. They'll hear you now. They stopped laughing. Go ahead. Yeah, it. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you're going to get hit by a bat. <laughs> That's not fun. Oh, shit. That's not fun. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, they haven't done her any favors storyline-wise, but especially considering the climate that we're in right now and everybody is acting like it's all about diversity and inclusion, that's the end thing. I'm doing this with quotation marks. That is an excuse to print money. You can parade her out everywhere. She can go on Good Morning America. She can be on the red carpet at the BET Awards. Like you can, there's so much range that you could do with this woman, and she's she's a star, quite literally. She's a star. Well, all right, I'll look for that. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshop.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Welcome back to the DWI podcast. Special guest Christopher Platt this week. Pleasure to have him along. Just a couple things from housekeeping. First of all, I want to tell you guys about a series that's wrapping up. It's called the Total Package Series. Ray Cash, Outsider Carl, great job. They're basically using 10 different metrics from wrestling and grading the rosters from Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and then giving your overall there as well. So make sure you check that out weekly right there on the chairshot.com. I want to thank everybody for listening to Chairshot Radio Network. You can find that right there at the chairshot.com and on all your favorite streaming platforms, prowrestlingtees.com as well, forward slash the chairshot. Grab a chairshot t shirt. They're spectacular. They make a great gift as well. Gentlemen, the NXT, speaking of housekeeping, did some spring cleaning. And before, before we get to that, man, I just want to say one more thing about Bianca, man. Y'all oh. better pray that her and her husband don't procreate because that little mother farmer is going to be an X-Men. And he's going he or she is going to lead the revolution as athletic as they are. They're going to be climbing walls, jumping 26 feet kid, high okay. and shit. No, he's got three kids. They don't have oh, any kids together okay. as of yet. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. For the sake of y'all, y'all better pray they don't re- recreate cause, or procreate because, yeah, the, the revolution will not be televised. Go ahead, Sonny. All right. NXT had some cuts this week. Uh, some people were happy about one person being cut, and then people weren't happy about the rest of the talent being cut. But, folks, I said it before, they don't keep giant rosters. Look at the average lifespan of a professional athlete in different sports. It's between three to like seven years, right? So I don't know. We'll start with AJ. What are your thoughts on the NXT cuts? Well, some of them aren't really surprising because they haven't really done anything with them or just in general. And like you said, they don't keep large rosters that much anymore. You know, 
we don't need like 17 shows, some of them on YouTube, some of them on like the random network at like five o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> I'm not even going to mention names. Everyone knows what I'm talking about here. But oh, I like how you elevated yourself there. I, but um, yeah, Winkhorn. But yeah, I mean, they're all going to find a place to go, you know, except for one. And we all know that one melon farmer, as uh, Platt would like to say. Yeah, I, I hate the fact that melon farmer is actually now in my vernacular. Just because I've been on so many podcasts with you, I actually say melon farmer to curve my language. I want to I wanna tell you how much I appreciated you saying vernacular instead of vocabulary. So ring the bell for him, DP. Yeah, I know words. I have to type them on a weekly basis. Give him a compliment, and he has to go ahead and defend himself for it. I'm a balaz. Of course I have to. You look great today. Well, again, this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I have a freaking paint-splattered shirt. Yeah, your ass looks fucking huge. <laughs> I would never leave house. How do you like thank you. Shit? Yeah, don't fucking ask me anymore, then. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm kind of caked up. Anyway. <laughs> well. But yeah, everyone's going to find a place to go if they still want to do wrestling or since one of the referees was cut, he might still referee. Who knows? Yeah, maybe some QAnon Federation. Go ahead, DP. Yeah, as I said, I, nothing's really a surprise, you know, necessarily. And yeah, the there's what's great is there's so many other independent promotions that are out there that are popular as well that people will find a job Except for, you know, the one where we don't have to dream up any reasons why he got released. So for all these yeah. people that you think that are unjustifiably being let go, and if they're that good, like DP just said, that's the perfect pin in it or point to it is there are checks waiting for them elsewhere, right? Yeah. They, they don't have to dream anything up here. So why don't we have Mr. Uh, Velveteen Pipes over there tell us his oh, opinion on this. Oh, he got cut. Velveteen pie. Oh, hit, hit it! it. <laughs> you know, excuse me. I'm not gonna get into a lot of the, we'll say, ancillary reasons why that gentleman got cut. I'm not versed enough in it to even give an intelligent opinion, and a lot of you media types could actually learn a lesson from me when I don't feel comfortable talking about something or when I don't feel I am as versed in the situation enough to talk about it, you know what? I just won't talk about it. Y'all can learn some, Or maybe I should learn something and just say some, some fuck shit and that's how I'm going to get on. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of shit surrounding that situation. I don't really know. I, I will say this. From a strictly talent aspect, it's a shame how all this played out because this guy was in line to be not just a guy. This guy was in line to be the guy guy. I mean, he got endorsements from Sean Mike. He got endorsements from John Cena. And just to see how everything played out, it, it, it's unfortunate on that level. Um, if it's any solace, he's still a relatively young man. What is he, 24, 25 years old? So we hope that um, we he can kind of get his stuff together outside of the industry and you know maybe you can have a comeback i mean america loves a strong comeback story right fuck yeah 25 we don't have that old. clip 
Fuck yeah, that you got that clip. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Greg. He would hate that if I called him Uncle Greg. He'd be like, fuck you, I'm not even old enough. Well, technically, you you don't even, whatever. Let's I was about out. to say, Eddie and fuck Chavo Greg. were like that close. Come Sorry, on. I'll <laughs> call him Uncle Greg from now on. I don't know. I'm going to finish it off. I'm going to call him Unky Greg. Unky Greg. Greg. There's the t-shirt. God. <laughs> Unky Greg, that sounds weird, especially coming off what we were just talking about. That just sounds all kinds of <laughs> you know. <laughs> got in trouble. <laughs> oh, oh, please. I got him. Please, let's change Don't, the subject. Do not name this episode Unky Greg. Do not. <laughs> please do not. It. He's got to do it just to see if I get my ass up and change it. I will now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jack Daniels does not taste good coming back up the nose. <laughs> You could have stopped it at Jack Daniels does not taste good. Period. <laughs> yeah, but it's the honey one. Damn, Daniels. I don't give a shit if it's the sugar honey shit one. They all taste well, like uh, shit. I didn't know they had that one. DP, finish this topic off for us. Oh, I, yeah. I think, you know, like we said, they're, they're, the rest of them are going to be fine and. It's yeah, it's an unfortunate thing for him. I paused the mic for that one. But you know, like like Vlad said, you know, America loves a comeback story, and if he can, you know, if he gets his shit together and, and makes a makes a nice comeback somewhere on the other one of the other promotions, then that's awesome. You know, really, really good stuff there if that happens. But either way, I think the people that um are good will be fine. And I mean, Drake Wirtz, he's going to be just fine because I, I think MTV is actually recording that Jersey Shore reunion show. And what's a Jersey Shore reunion show without the situation? So he's going to be just fine. He's going to keep getting them checks, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, it's trivia time. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Is Tunny grabbing a beer because Quick door number he one. heard? <laughs> Dan, that's so unlike you. We all know Sorry. you love a good deuce. I do. What did you say? Damn it. I-, I was about to say, it must be trivia time. We heard the one, two, three kid music. Tunny had to go grab another beer, so. I swear, you just need that beer crack for, like, a, just a sound bite as soon as we start trivia. That's all we really need. I, I prefer the real beer. I mean, I do, yeah. too. How long have you been here? It's the DWI podcast. Just stick around for a little bit. You're going to hear a beer crack at oh, some point. Uh, that are just, like, random slurring. If you actually listen to the... Oh, that was a good one, Platt. a boy. Velveteen It was a white car. No. All righty. 
Tony, because you actually entertained me today, uh, I'll let you yeah! pick one. door number one, door number two, or door number three. Door number one. Uh, just to tell everyone, there's actually like two parts or more to every single one of these, mm, and I do have a tiebreaker question in case mm. y'all assholes actually fucking do a tiebreak for whatever reason. You know what this what is? What the fuck? I didn't come on here to take the goddamn SAT, okay? Yeah. <laughs> starting to sound a lot like something. Uh, starting to sound a lot like total BS. There we go. It's not trivia without a total BS. All right, so you said door number one. Indubitably. Two things for this one. Thanks, Blink. Who has the best record at SummerSlam, and what is that win-loss record? Once upon a time, I knew this. Damn. Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Hit the music. Here we go. Ah, Platt's learning the amount of bullshit that comes into trivia. (laughs) It's always an amazing thing. The best record at SummerSlam. Yes. Not the most matches, not the most wins, the best statistical record, and what is that record? And who holds it? So who has it? What is it? Alright, well, Dan's trying to count with his fingers. Chris is still deep in thought. Tony thinks he knows the answer. I don't think I know it. I think I'm. I think I got one right. All Good. right. Well, yeah. let's see the answers then. Who's down? All right. All right. Tony says Edge that eleven and guess. one. What, what does that say? Cena? Cena six and one. He got blurry on. And Dan said Hogan five and zero. Oh. He was at like every. I just remember. I, I just remember two Cena losses just off the top of my head, just right fucking now. Hogan Which was on like funny. every SummerSlam except for, and then never was in another one. I don't think he lost one. I think he won like every main event. He to did start not SummerSlam. lose one. He did not lose one because Hogan is the right answer, but it's not five and zero. Oh, it's actually six and zero. Oh, oh crap! Tobias. Also, another fun fact out of that: even though he was the world champion in two of those SummerSlams that he was in. Never defended he the didn't damn defend thing. It, it he was, was tag matches. Yep. Yeah, he, he had beaten the guy up. Macho and Zeus and DiBiase. Oh, wait, DiBiase and yeah. Zeus. Like literally, before his music, his entrance music stopped playing. He had already beaten the guys up. Like we, <laughs> we've been through this. Except for the one with Jesse the oh. Body, the Mega Powers. Oh, never defended the damn thing. Go fuck yourself. When Elizabeth Listen, took her I skirt played off. Golf with, I played golf with the father of Tony a couple weeks ago, and one of his buddies, his son, runs the 3M Open up in Minnesota. So he goes and he takes his dad up there for golf, and it's his son and him, my dad's buddy, and his son's friend, and guess who their fourth is? Bob Backlund. That son of a bitch Hulk Hogan's. They're Jesse. playing golf in so Minnesota. Brock Lesnar. Oh, just nice. Yes, I was so jealous. He said he was the greatest guy ever. He said, you can ask me whatever you want. Just don't talk about politics. Dude, I wouldn't even have golfed. I would have just <laughs> been like, so tell me about Why don't you tell, tell me, me about Predator and wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, just a quick quip there. <laughs> so you mean by your father, you mean a brother of legendary former WWF commissioner Jack Tunney. Okay, cool. AJ, number two. Question two. <laughs> 
All right, question number two. Another two-parter. Jack Tunney. <laughs> Who has the most reigns with the Hardcore Championship, and how many? You'll be picking some bullshit. <laughs> Shit, my pen's out of ink. All right, I'm back. <laughs> Come on, Platt. It wouldn't be total BS without some bullshit freaking questions and answers. Also, I'm not gonna lie, the next question that I'm gonna ask is because I felt left out on impact, so hopefully it's a gimme. Not for me. I think I got at least one point. Alright, pens down, most hardcore championships, and who by? Tony says Crash Holly 17. Plat, you're blurry. Plat, Plat you is still blur blurry off, brother. as fuck because. There, a little closer. No. no, just tell us. God damn it. Like, what the fuck? You talking about, oh, Platcha Blur. Well, what the fuck you want me to do? Take we all had off. Crash Holly. Okay. I don't have a goddamn background. We all have Crash Holly. I said 10 reigns. Okay. 15. Sorry. <laughs> sorry give... I couldn't read yeah. it. Yeah, I... sorry as motherfucker I, give... I ever seen. Should I give any of you points? Because this episode is going to be called Blurred that? Background. It's not Crash? Who is it? Is it Boss Man? Blurred Background with Uncle Unky Greg. It's Who Raven. is it? It's Raven. That's fucking bullshit. With 27. Total OBS. I had a 7 in my answer. It's well, at 17. Well, well, he I had the highest. Raven. Raven held the hardcore title in WWE. 27, 27 times. times. 27 times. Yeah, they Crash had all, Holly had 23. They had, all, they had all the hardcore battle royals where it switched 24 times in a match. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why I thought I was doing something with 10 for Crash. <laughs> <laughs> You're Crash way off. had 20 fucking 3. three. I got the second play. Oh, fucking A. Whatever. <laughs> Let's get to the last door. This All is right. total BS trivia. Oh, boy. Fucking Dan's going to win one fucking point. That's not true. It's an impact question. I have no chance on this one. Well, this one is because I felt sad doing impact on Thursday. Go check it out on thechairshot.com. But usually on the Twitch channel, they do uh, flashbacks or like greatest moments and whatnot. Like, greatest hardcore moment, greatest debuts, yada, yada, yada. But all the time, they do greatest promos. So the question that I'm going to ask, because they didn't do it this week, is what TNA pay-per-view was the iconic Steiner math from, and who were the two people in his corner for that match? Who knows? Nobody knows this. Nobody on this show knows this besides you. He <laughs> says it in the promo! No, none of us will just play the fucking music already. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it should be half over by now. <laughs> I don't know. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, they, they, they play the Steiner Math clip like every fucking week, and then this week they did, and I'm like, I, I need my Steiner Math right now. I'm bringing it up. Let's look at the end. Hey, Amber. Amber, what's the question? What's the answer? What's the answer? Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Alright, pencils down. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving a point for each person that was with Steiner in that time, so uh, at least one point's gonna be thrown in here. I'll say Buff Bagwell's my only answer. <laughs> Dan says Slammiversary Abyss and AJ. Platt is still blurry. <laughs> God damn it. It's blurred background. Bound for glory, 
Petey Williams and a black girl. <laughs> I think you got a title now. <laughs> Found for glory, comma, Petey Williams <laughs> and a black girl. DWI 275. Tony, what do you have? Doesn't matter. Trivia's over. Platt just won. Tri- trivia's over. Platt wins. It was sacrificed, but I don't care. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's time. Let's go. Somebody's in a fucking hurry over there. Jeezy Crazy. <laughs> uh, God damn it, Dad. You know, I hate when you call me Jeezy Crazy. I know when you fucking use my name and say, God damn it, I don't like that either. All right. Anyway, here's what's going on here. Last call. The major championship in the world, known as Earth, is the IWGP championship, is now vacant due to Osprey. Having a broken neck for what the third time is Christopher brought up in pre-show. AJ, what are your thoughts here, and what's going to happen? I mean, you are the brother of Mister New Japan, Mister All Japan, Mister Noah, Mister Everything Japan. What's the what's the word on the street, as they like to say on Carmen San Diego? Boom, 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 well, the word on the street is he apparently fucked up his neck again. He's going to get it rehabilitated over in the U.K. So they said, hey, since you in the U.K., we kind of need our belt back. Hey, Platt. Platt, are you shooting fucking vodka? Yes, I'm shooting fucking vodka. <laughs> God damn by, it. By, by the way, y'all laughing. Okay, I got the pay-per-view wrong, but was it not Petey Williams and a black girl? No, it, it was Petey Williams and, and a black girl. It was Rocket Khan. Yeah! So what does he get, a point and a half? He beats DP by a half a point? No, he won anyway. Care. See, he won. I, I don't care. Platt won. <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, that vodka thing Platt and I did, that's a callback to an old pot is war episode which is actually the pot is war classic episode that's up from this week so check that one out it was a pretty interesting one but yeah back to last call go ahead aj finish that thought yeah so he has to get it rehabilitated in britain they asked him to vacate it because of the whole you know covid rules and whatnot so uh yeah that thing's vacated uh there's three people that i would like to see hold this belt one's probably gonna happen because it's new japan the other two are kind of my own takes. Okada is the obvious one. Uh, Shingo, or as good old Christopher Platt likes to call him, Thicky Ricardo. And put the goddamn belt on fucking Minoru Suzuki already. That that that's my three takes on that. It's either gonna be Okada, Thicky Ricardo, or Minoru goddamn Suzuki, and it better be fucking Minoru Suzuki. Should be the latter. You know, get better soon, Will Ospreay, first and foremost. I think that's the most important thing here. But Ghetto been fucking this shit up for a while. And he's been stealing all these Western concepts, which, you know, led to the demise of wrestling on this continent. And if he's going to take another Western concept, when in doubt, put it where it's worked before. 
which would probably be Okada. I can see Jay White getting a run with this because they've been high on him. I would love Shingo to get a run, but your brother, AJ, he explained to me the politics behind that, why Shingo is where he is. You know what I mean? Why he hasn't been elevated as of yet. I get that. You know, I, that's what I would like to see. But, yeah, I think it goes back to Okada or Jay White. But, Ghetto, man, you got to get your shit together, man. Stop stealing concepts from the West, man. We done fucked this shit up over here. Yes, I know people are making hella money right now. I'm surprised we didn't talk about how AEW is restructuring their whole shit come 2022. But that's neither here nor there. Bruh, stop copying shit over here. You're going to fuck your shit up trying to copy the shit we did over here. Stop doing that. Stop it. Stop. Go see a movie. Get an Go get an idea from a fucking movie. Don't fuck with us. Shit. Go to Black Panther. Have T'Challa versus Killmonger in the in fight to the death. And the winner gets the IGW the New Japan belt. I can never say those letters, <laughs> even sober. But yeah, it's in, it's going to either be Okada or Jay White. We know that. Is there any chance we go back to Naito, Ibushi, or even Tanahashi here? Well, Tanahashi's upper mid card at this point. Yeah, but Abushi, the title eight times can go right back into it at any point, right? That's fair. Abushi didn't same. work, and I love Abushi. It didn't work. Naito just seems like he's just snake bit, like for real, for real. Yeah, he kind of got screwed with the timing and everything. Hey, let's get some serious expert analysis. DP, what are your thoughts? IWGP championship. Are you, are you asking because I'm a scientist? We're just, we're just, yeah, sure. It's science. Well, first of all, all the people, all, all those words you guys said, I have no <laughs> idea who that is. So you don't know who you don't know any of those guys. You don't know who Okada is. I've already <laughs> forgotten his name. I, you I know Okada and Naito. Come on, don't even. Well, I see. apologize, y'all, because I'm going to make y'all uncomfortable, but this shit's going to be funny. It's like, yeah, we're talking about New Japan. Yeah, let's get the red-headed white dude from Wisconsin to talk about all these Japanese. <laughs> 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 I couldn't help it. I apologize, y'all, but I the, thought that shit was Whenever a New Japan question comes up in, in AJ's trivia, it's either for me, it's either Okada or Nakamura, because those are the only two names I know. <laughs> it's AJ. It's hit for him on like fifty eh, percent. It's of like yes. it's like saying Nicholas or uh, what's the other one in, in uh, Trivial Pursuit when a golf question comes up. It's either Jack Nicholas or Greg Norman, I think. Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Yeah. That's the other one. Yeah, it's always one or the other. Like you can't go wrong. Uh, Your answer is a drink. Who? What? That's a drink. That's not a guy. Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Okay, don't start talking like people that are my age. Get your food out of your mouth. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> come on, we're podcasting. Who you think you are, Ric Flair? <laughs> Woo! I had some chicken tenders today. They're pretty good. good. I had chicken tenders on a bun. Apparently, so, yeah. <laughs> was it was that good or no? Yes, it was good. It was good. Okay, so we after golf today, we go in and we're like, let's have a beer. And we sit down, and the menus are in front of us, and we haven't eaten since like probably eight this morning, right? Mm. Seven thirty. I'm like, yeah, let's let's grab something to eat. So I'm like thinking i'm just want something light because we're gonna do the show and stuff i'm like give me the give me the the classic picky eater you know mainstream give me the chicken tenders and fries okay fine dp's first of all dp orders his chicken sandwich and says <laughs> i'll have the crispy chicken sandwich with just, just lettuce. lettuce and i immediately look up for my beer and go just so you know 
two buns and lettuce. That's it. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> and he goes, no, no, no. I want the chicken on there, too. So he gets the sandwich. And the same chicken tenders that are in my chicken tender basket, there's just two of them laid across the bun. That's the chicken sandwich. Yeah. But they're really good chicken tenders. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. That's that works. Complain with that. He puts one up and looks at me and he goes, I got chicken tenders, too. <laughs> <laughs> Same. It's a cook. This is Chair Shot Radio Network is a cooking network. It never fails. So, great analysis right. there on the IWGP Championship. By the way, DP, yeah, did, did you have some? Yeah, I do. I have some yeah. thoughts on this. All right, oh. here we go. Oh, what? Uh, you know, um, I think a tournament for the championship would be awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and there are a lot of free agents out there right now. Samoa Joe. Daniel Bryan could be in this and make some appearances. I think it could be a lot of fun, honestly. And Gizmo agrees. That actually wasn't bad analysis, truth be told. Mm -hmm. Hashtag journalism right Mm -hmm. there. It's science. We're about to kick you off the show. You come back and totally (laughs) yourself. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's just your opinion, man. Uh. Oh, well... Pardon me, Mr. Perfect! I love Dan. I just want to say that. I just want to be publicly saying this. I love Dan. Dan is cool as shit, man. Like, for real, for real. Dan is a cool melon farmer, man. I fucks with EPP. Even though he has a cat, which that's weird. Tony, same thing to you, man. Any straight man that has a cat, that shit's weird. Unless you're trying to plot to take over the world. That's Which like, I guess you kind of are, Dan, because you're a side. Yeah. The I was gonna say that's so. like that's like having a clean bathroom when you're single. Like the girls love that shit, man. No, clean your <laughs> fucking bathroom. That shit nasty, man. If you gotta, it, no, no, that's for real, man. How you gonna take a shit and you got that brown ring around your tub? That shit nasty. Oh, you, come on, dude. I still have taking a here. shit in their tub. <laughs> no, you goddamn toilet. I meant toilet. I think we found the problem. <laughs> I meant toilet. That's a if big you to, shit. Man, pour goddamn Coca Cola in your toilet bowl and let it marinate for a second, and then take the scrub brush to it. There's no need for y'all to have dirty ass toilets. That's just nasty. Come on, start man. waffle stomping them down the drain of the bathtub. How much is this clean? La 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 la. She don't want to see your dirty toilet bowl. <laughs> La 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 la. If that's the case, get some Coca Cola and dump down the soda into your toilet bowl. For la 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 la, you might get some buns. And wash your hands when you leave the bathroom too, because I know how to get done. Oh, oh, yeah. what else? oh Jesus! Wait. What else? What else? Soda. Yeah, they do. do. <laughs> I got clouds lined up to come. You just look up and start yelling. Go ahead. <laughs> no, man, you're not going to play me. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm pretty sure with you know, every rant, every rant that you just did, I, I could have sworn I saw a gray hair just shoot up. <laughs> Chris ain't got <laughs> Fuck you. My shit is blonde, bitch. Is that how that works? Okay, demolition, man. No, that's the <laughs> shoot, man. Like, if you look at my beard, it looks gray until you really look at it, and it's actually blonde. I only have, I got a few grays in my hair, but the beard, that shit's blonde, baby. I'm a natural blonde, and we do have more fun. Okay. I ain't going to argue with you. I mean, uh, my hair used to be blonde, and then it got darker. Story. Yeah. So, so can confirm. 
Luxurious, yeah. man. I let my soul glow, baby. And then there's Andrew. I butt chug salt water all the time. Yeah. I mean, How does he always somehow come up on this show? Some people bleach their asses. Some people just... I butt chug salt water all the time. But a word up to the wise. No, you can't really butt chug blue cheese. You know, the alliteration's nice, but it don't work. So, just so you, you know. You, you clowning, that shit's probably the fountain of youth. Andrew probably going to live to be 150 years old butt chugging that salt water, man. <laughs> Give it, getting uh, salt water enemas. That motherfucker going to live to be 150. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, the joking thing is we're going to die like the like the stupidest way possible. So there, there's so many near-death experiences between all of us. Just, yeah, we're probably going to die because we tripped down the steps funny. <laughs> Gentlemen, I have had an excellent time today. If you want to get one last wrestling thing off your chest, go ahead. Let's go around the horn here. DP? Um, so when Damien... Priest comes down to the ring. I would like them to remove the notation on his accolades that he quote hangs with Bad Bunny. There you go, AJ. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, have Moose win it against all odds. Word, I like that. Chris, I would like to formally apologize for using the N word on this podcast. It, it doesn't reflect my feelings about society or people as a whole i I love black people i love white people i love asians i love hispanics dwarves you're on your own again like i announced during my presidential campaign but everybody else i i I sincerely apologize if you were offended your fault the platform you were running on was just a little too high for them i apologize bob oh boy I'm laughing because there's a story as to why something, why he said one word and not another. I know the story. Oh my god! If if people want to know, Platt doesn't want to use the other mean term uh, to call small the people. M word. The M word. The M word. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't I like said N word, not so M word. Use, use the N-word. I was like, fine, go ahead. I don't care. Do what you got to do. It's your right. I mean, not mine, but, you know, I was like, that's why I said he's about to. And then I'm sitting here and talking about your platform. and, But, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, so so I, he I and Andrew. Publicly first, though, I, I don't want an invitation or offer to be your fucking campaign manager at the next presidential election. I never fucking took up to the position the first time. Y'all just fucking kind of railroaded me on that shit. And now, now we got to ship those fucking shirts out. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. God damn it. Let's let's wrap this thing up. Chris, go ahead. Go ahead. Report to me and then let everybody know where they can find you. There's going to be a lot of uh, defunct (laughs) plat blasts. 2020 campaign t-shirts along with the 2021 Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs t-shirts in Cambodia and the deepest, darkest depths of Africa on the Akeem, the African dream side of the game. (laughs) Oh my god, I probably should have said that either. Fuck it. Y'all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. I'm all over chair shot. Preferably I can do some shows next week. 
uh, and, and you know, not just DWI, but we're going to get back to three-man weave. It might turn into pick and roll. We don't know. Might as well be back here. But more importantly than all of that, all you got to do is tune on to thechairshot.com. I'm going to be there in some capacity. Y'all already know. But go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and support the movement by picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. I guarantee you will find something that you like. It will make you aesthetically pleasing, as the commissioner PC Tunney alluded to earlier. You wear these shirts out, you're going to get over. Again, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Remember, the chair shot.com, we're not just a website, we're a movement. Dan, Tunney, AJ, Thank you guys for having me on today, man. All jokes aside, I really appreciate it. I love each and every one of y'all, and it's great to get on and chop it up with y'all and tell my jokes and talk my shit and stuff like that. So thank you, man. Seriously. Thank y'all. 100% pleasure to have you. As always, my good friend Christopher Platt, I appreciate the love. We love you too. I love you. Always awesome to have you on. You can find me anywhere along the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me dpp as always catch me on this show at podcast dwi and facebook.com slash dwi podcast as well as the a winner is you podcast this week figure out why the title of our podcast for a winner is you is called a moist jockstrap that's the most i will give you to this episode like me off on my way home yeah aj Oh, hey. That shit sound like Anne Marie, <laughs> man. I know, right? The f- yeah. Anyway. It was, a, it was a horrible ending to a great night, uh, or a great day of golf. And also, Saturday mornings now on ShareShot Radio, you can catch myself along with a few of the Winner Is You crew talking smack as random stuff as we can get. This week it was Mortal Kombat that we were talking, so make sure you go check that out. Did anybody else hear that title any other way than Dan shit himself on the way home or on the course? That's all I heard. Dan shit himself on the way home or on the course. Well, I would have been fine, though, if I was wearing a jockstrap. It wouldn't. I ain't catching that. (laughs) Maybe you had burritos the night before. I I wore it wrong. I wore it backwards. I don't know. Have I don't know what you got going on with Jock your strap life, ain't have, Jock strap ain't got nothing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's oh, a thong at that point. It's a thong. Yeah, I flossed myself. Oh, so, you, so you pissed yourself. You see how I walked AJ, into that quarter? AJ, so please start telling me where to find you. AJ, I would really love for you to start talking, AJ. No, I'm, so, I'm enjoying this too much. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm dying here. It's an ass flosser. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. Go for it. Oh, BS Platt, as always. As Brother Love always likes to say, I love you. Always being on on the show. I love you. Being on the show the past two weeks, giving us great entertainment. Because, you know, we like to show a brother some love here, especially with uh, the shirt that I found. There it is. Hey! 2024 is only around the corner, sir, and we are looking for a new campaign manager. There, I no, mean, never had. I'm not, you can't get a new campaign manager if you never had a campaign manager. You're looking for a manager. You gotta relax, sir. AJ, please continue. 
Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can also find my Impact coverage and whatever WWE has a pay-per-view going on. You know you'll see that from me on TheChairShot.com. And, you know, I might sprinkle myself in a few podcasts here and there on the on ChairShot, even the ChairShot Radio Network. So go check all of that out. Now, Tony, before you complain more about campaign managers and butt flossing with uh, jock straps and... You know, just just filling out the dirty air down there. Uh, where can they uh, find you? Well, first of all, I want to say it's great to have four of the five ever members of the DWI podcast right here today. So it's always great to have everybody on here. I want to thank everybody for listening to everything Chairshot Radio Network. Continue to find that on all your favorite streaming platforms. And head over to thechairshot.com. You know, have yourself a Chairshot weekend, folks. And always... Use your head. Now I can't find my thing. Well, not my thing. My sound my thing. Now, now I'm just I'm dying here. Well, let's just you can't find your thing. That's a problem there. Yeah. yeah. This isn't Kid Rock. Don't worry. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a fun day. And they got the fucking titles back, making me look yeah. like a jet. This is ridiculous. I got to go find a title. Maybe I'll get a hold of AJ Kirsch and find that YOLO championship. Streets of Soho in the rain. He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Forks. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Bound for glory, PD Williams, and a black girl. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.